Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Ram Goldai and Tim Zekas Ksubis Davkaf. The second parak, Aisha Shinasarmala. The Zikhu Masekas Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hakazakas Torah. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one is Tana Brice. If there are other witnesses that testify that this is the witness's handwriting, or their handwriting is authenticated from another source, from a star which a challenge had been raised and was upheld in Basin, these new Adim are not believed. This is the support for Ravasi who said, We do not certify a star except from a document that was challenged in Basin and was upheld. Rush explains that if this source document was challenged and not authenticated by the witnesses who signed it, or other witnesses, it might also be a forgery. Those from Nahardah said that when there's no certified document, we may certify a star only from two ksubas, meaning the witnesses had signed two previous ksubas, or from the bill of sale of two fields, provided that their owners harvested from them for three years peacefully without any challenges. Point number two is taught in Abraisa, Kosov Adam Edusa Ahashtar, who made Aleha a field Lachar Kamashanim. A person may write his edus on a document and testify orally from it even many years later. Rafuna said, and this applies only where he remembers the edus on his own. Rush explains that he remembers in general on his own and only uses it to fill in the details. Yochanan said, he may testify on it even if he does not remember the edus on his own. Rabbi said we can learn from Rabbi Yochanan that if there are two people that have edus and one of them forgot it, the other one may remind his friend. Rabbi Chaviva said, even if the litigant himself reminds the aid of his testimony, his testimony is valid. Rashi explains that the litigant prodded the witness until the witness remembered the facts on his own. Marbury Ravashi said, if the litigant reminded the witness, it's not a valid testimony. The Gemara states that the halacha is that the litigant may not remind the witness unless the witness is a summa a young rabbinical student, since it's assumed he'll be certain that he remembers himself. And point number three is taught in the mission Olos. Hatulios hakrovos ben le'ir ben le'derech. Concerning mounds that are either near the town or the path, both new ones and the old ones are tameh. The Gemara explains that while one might have thought that people would know if a new mound is tameh, since it's close to the path or city, it's possible that a woman buried her fetus there privately. But those that are far from the town or the path, chadashes taharos, yeshanos tameos. The new ones are tar and the old ones are tameh. The new mounds are tar since they're too far for a woman to go bury her fetus, but the old ones are tameh because it's possible people have forgotten their status. Ramir considers 50 amos as near and considers any mound that is 60 years as old, even if it's more distant than 50 amos. Ramir says near means that there's no mound closer than it, and old means that no one remembers when it came to being. When Rav Chissa suggests we can learn from Rabbi Meir that Adas is remembered for up to 60 years, the Gemara rejects it, saying that in the case of the mound, since it was not incumbent on one person to remember, we suspect people forget after 60 years. But in the case of Adas, since it's incumbent on the witness, he can remember it even after 60 years. So once again, the three points are, number one, was taught in Abraise, if there are other witnesses that testify that this is the witness's handwriting, or their handwriting is authenticated from another source, from a star which a challenge had been raised and was upheld in Basin, these new Adim are not believed. This is the support for Ravasi who said, We do not certify a star except from a document that was challenged in Basin and was upheld. Rush explains that if this source document was challenged and not authenticated by the witnesses who signed it, or other witnesses, it might also be a forgery. Those from Nahardah said that when there's no certified document, 
אין מקיימת לשלוי עומר שתי כסובות, זה עומר שתי סדוס, והוא שלחם ובאורן שלושתנים בשופי. We may certify a star only from two ksubas, meaning the witnesses had signed two previous ksubas, or from the bill of sale of two fields, provided that their owners harvested from them for three years peacefully, without any challenges. Point number two is taught in a brisa. Kosev adam eduso ahashtar umeid aleha afil lachal kamashanim. A person may write his edus on a document and testify orally from it even many years later. Rav Huna said, and this applies only where he remembers the edus on his own. Rush explains that he remembers in general on his own and only uses it to fill in the details. Rav Yochanan said, He may testify on it even if he does not remember the Edus on his own. Rav said we can learn from Rav Yochanan that if there are two people that have Edus and one of them forgot it, the other one may remind his friend. Rav Chaviva said, Even if the litigant himself reminds the aid of his testimony, his testimony is valid. Rush explains that the litigant prodded the witness until the witness remembered the facts on his own. Marbury to Ravashi said, Atzma lo. If the litigant reminded the witness, it's not a valid testimony. The Gemara states that the halacha is that the litigant may not remind the witness unless the witness is a surma murabanan, a young rabbinical student, since it's assumed he'll be certain that he remembers himself. And point number three is taught in the mission Olos. Hatulios hakrobos ben le'ir ben le'derech. Concerning mounds that are either near the town or the path, both new ones and old ones are tameh. The more explains that while one may have thought that people would know if a new mound is tame, since it's close to the path or city, it's possible that a woman buried her fetus there privately. But those that are far from the town or the path, chadashes tahoros, yeshanos tameos. The new ones are tahor and the old ones are tame. The new mounds are tar since they're too far for a woman to go bury her fetus, but the old ones are tame because it's possible people have forgotten their status. Remer considers 50 amos as near and considers any mound that is 60 years as old, even if it's more distant than 50 amos. Rebuta says near means that there's no mound closer than it, and old means that no one remembers when it came to being. When Rav Chissa suggests we can learn from Rebbe Mer that Adas is remembered for up to 60 years, the Gemara rejects it, saying that in the case of the mound, since it was not incumbent on one person to remember, we suspect people forget after 60 years. But in the case of Adas, since it's incumbent on the witness, he can remember it even after 60 years. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Chaf, and our standard Simad is a cafe. A cafe. So here goes. At the Basin Cafe, where two women were proudly telling their friends that their ksubas were recently used to authenticate signatures, sat a nervous witness reviewing his testimony notes, while his elderly waiter bragged that he could easily remember what happened over 60 years ago. Once again, it's emotion. At the Basin Cafe Cafe, that must mean we're on Duff Chaf. At the Basin Cafe, where two women were proudly telling their friends that their exubas were recently used to authenticate signatures, which reminds us, we do not certify a star except from a document that was challenged in Basin and was upheld. Those from Nardaz said that when there is no certified document, we may certify a star only from two exubas, meaning the ADM had signed two previous exubas, or from the bill of sale of two fields, provided that their owners harvested from them for three years peacefully, without any challenges. So at the Basin Cafe, where two women were proudly telling their friends that their exubas were recently used to authenticate signatures, sat a nervous witness reviewing his testimony notes, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa. A person may write his testimony on a document and testify orally from it even many years later. Rav Huna said this applies only where he remembers the testimony on his own. Rashi explains that he remembers in general on his own and only uses the notes to fill in the details. Rabbi Yochanan said, He may testify on it even if he does not remember the testimony on his own. 
So at the Basin Cafe, where two women were proudly telling their friends that their exubas were recently used to authenticate signatures, sat a nervous witness reviewing his testimony notes, while his elderly waiter bragged that he could easily remember what happened over 60 years ago. Which reminds us, when Rav Chissa suggests that we can learn from Rav Mir that Adis is remembered for up to 60 years, such as in the case of the tumor status of old mounds outside the Pathar city, the Gemara rejects it, saying that in the case of the mound, since it was not incumbent on one person to remember, we suspect people forget after 60 years. But in the case of Adis, since it's incumbent on the aid, he can remember it even after 60 years. So once again, at the basting cafe where two women were proudly telling their friends that their exubas were recently used to authenticate signatures, sat a nervous witness reviewing his testimony notes, while his elderly waiter bragged that he could easily remember what happened over 60 years ago. All right, so now it's time for four Bach Hazara. Daf Tezzain. So the simmer Daf Tezzain is toes. So here goes. The two acrobats with the large toes. Toes? That must be more on Daf Tezzain. The two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding that the call down below went out with a veil, which reminds us, the opening mission of the second parak stated, A woman who is widowed or divorced is claiming her ksuba. She says, you married me as a basula and you owe me a ksuba of 200 zuz. And he says, no, I married you as an almana and I only owe you 100 zuz. If there are witnesses that she went out with the hinuma and her hair down, her ksuba is 200 zuz. The Gemara says that the reason she's believed is because there were witnesses, but if there are no witnesses, the husband is believed, which implies that the mission is not in accordance with Mangamliel, who believes a woman who claims she was violated after her arison and entitles her to a full ksuba. The Gemara answers that it can even be Ramagamliel. In the earlier Mishnah, Ramagamliel believed her because it was a case of Bari Vashema, but here it's a case of Bari Vibari. So the two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding at the call down below went out with a veil, were so surprised when they overheard the caterer tell guests, this wedding hall property was your father's and I bought it from him. Which reminds Rabbi Yeshua's mode in the Miku case of someone saying this field was your father's, but I bought it from him. He's believed for the same mouth that is forbidden is the mouth that is permitted. This is a case of Hari Ein Shor Shachu Fanacha. Here there is no slaughtered ox before you, meaning there was no grounds for a claim. If the person had kept quiet about the field, no one would have ever investigate it. But in the case of the woman who claims she was violated after the Kedushan, Rabbi Yeshua holds she's not believed since it was a chas and not finding the basulim that initiated the claim. So the two acrobats with the large toes who performed a trapeze act at a wedding and were aiding at the call down below went out with a veil, were so surprised when they overheard the caterer tell a guest, this wedding hall property was your father's and I bought it from him, that they knocked over a coast of truma wine that was being passed in front of the kala. Which reminds us, Abraissa listed various signs that a kala was a basura, one of them being, They passed before her an announcement cup. Ravada Barav explained that they passed before a cup of truma wine as if to say that if she married a Kohen, she's fitting to eat truma. When Rapapa objected and said that an Laman who marries a Kohen can also eat truma, the Gemara answers, This call is having relations with her chasin is the first for her, like truma is the first that is separated from one's produce. Dafyud Zain, so the simmer Dafyud Zain is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must mean more on Dafyud Zain. The used car salesman who told the chassan that the kawa was very beautiful and that he would never lie, which reminds us we have a Malkos Beisham Beisol regarding Ketza Maraknim Lifnei kawa. What do we say in the presence of the kawa? Do we say the truth or do we say Kala Nav Chasuda? 
So the used car salesman who told the chassan that the car was very beautiful and that he would never lie and who had a side business selling used shofars at massive levayas, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa, mevatin tamator where mevatil tamator to carry the dead out to burial and to accompany a kala to the chuppah. One does this apply when there are not a sufficient number of people doing so, but when the number of people is sufficient, one may not be mevatil as learning. The more asked, what is considered a sufficient number of people to honor a deceased? And Rav Shmuel Barinia said in the name of Rav, 12,000 men and 6,000 men with chauffeurs for a total of 18,000 people. Other opinions are brought as well. So the used car salesman who told the chassan that the car was very beautiful and that he would never lie and who had a side business selling used shofars at massive levayas didn't realize the car couldn't be seen behind her hinuma where she was dozing. Which reminds us the mission had stated that if there are witnesses that the call went out with a hinuma to indicate that she's a basula, she receives a ksuba of 200 zuz. They were asked, what is a hinuma? Surah Bar Papa said in the name of Ziiri, it's a round canopy of hadasim. Yochanan said, it's a veil in which the bride dozes. Rashi explains that since the eyes are covered by the veil, she sometimes dozes behind it. The term hinuma is related to tenuma, which is Hebrew for slumber. So the simmer Dafyudhes is a chuppah. So here goes. It was an embarrassing moment of the chuppah. Chuppah? That must be more a Dafyudhes. It was an embarrassing moment of the chuppah when a borrower who borrowed with Adim tried to pay the chassan back without Adim, which reminds us the Gemara teaches that the halacha is Hamalvas Chaveru Be'edim Enotzarikofarum Be'edim. That if one borrows from someone in the presence of witnesses, the borrower is not required to repay him in the presence of witnesses. So it was an embarrassing moment of the chuppah when a borrower who borrowed with Adim tried to pay the chassan back without Adim. And the chassan said, I lent you more. And the borrower was only Modibamixas, which reminds us, Rabbi taught me if name Ma'am Ratora Modibamixas Satana Yeshava. Why did the Torah say that one who admits to a part of a claim must swear that the denial of the other part is true? Chazaka ain't adamei's panam bifnei balchova because it's a chazaka that a person is not brazen enough to deny his obligation in the face of his lender. Therefore, it's possible that the debtor really wished to deny the entire loan. And the reason he did not deny it entirely is only because the person is not brazen enough to deny the entire loan to the face of the lender. Rabba brings another rationale as well. So it was an embarrassing moment of the chuppah when a borrower who borrowed with Adim tried to pay the chazaka back without Adim. And the Chassan said, I lent you more. And the borrower was only Moda us. And then the Adim suddenly spoke up and said, we were forced with a financial threat, but we're not believed. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states that Adim Sha'amruk Savya Dena Huzet, if witnesses come to certify a document and they say, this is our handwriting, but we were forced to sign, or we were minors when we were signed, or we were unfit to testify, they're believed. Rami bar said that this applies when they were forced with a threat to their lives, but if they said they were forced with a threat to their finances, they're not believed because ain adam mesim atzmo rasha. A person cannot establish himself as a rasha. Rasha explains that a witness cannot disqualify himself with a self-incriminating statement because karv hu eitzel atzmo v'karv pasal edus. A person is considered related to himself and a person cannot testify about his relatives. Dafyud test. So the sin for Dafyud test is a yacht. So here goes. The famous detective who came on board the yacht, the yacht, that must be warned off, your test. The famous detective who came on board the yacht to figure out if the borrower or lender or Adam shouted the words, Shtar Aman which reminds us, if you just said in the name of Rav, HaOmer Shtar Aman Enun If one says concerning a loan document, this is a document written on trust, he's not believed. Rush explains that the loan never took place. Rather, the borrower wrote it and gave it to the lender in anticipation of the loan and trusted that the lender would not try to collect payment unless the loan occurred, but then the lender broke his trust. The Gemara seeks to clarify who said it was a star of mana, 
Was it the Lova, the Malva, or the Aiding? So the famous detective who came on board the yacht to figure out if the Boer, Lender, or Aiding shouted the words, Star and had the cabin searched for Star Amanas, Paruas, and Pasim, which reminds us of Yeshubin Levi said, It's also for a person referring to a lender to keep a paid up loan document in his house. As the Pasik says, Let not injustice dwell in your tent. So the famous detective who came on board the yacht to figure out if the Boer, Lender, or Aiding shouted the words, Star and had the cabin searched for Star Amanas, Paruas, and Pasim was in for a big surprise when two men claimed he coerced someone to sell him his magnifying glass, and although they signed the star, declared Modahayu Devarenu, which reminds us Rav Nachman said Adim who signed a loan document and later said Modahayu Devarenu, our words of testimony were preceded by a notification of non intent by the owner, they're not believed. Here though Adim testified that before they signed the seller indicated he was being coerced to sell and did not want the sale to be effective. They signed to help save the seller from the situation. They're not believed because their later testimony cannot invalidate the signed document held by the lender. Marbur Ravashi said, in the case of the Modad, they are believed. This is because they are permitted to sign such a document to rescue the seller from the buyer's threats. All right, so now it's time to conclude with their 10-question pop quiz. Number one, which definitely that one of the signs that a call was a basura is when they passed before her a kosho basura, which is a cup of truma wine. That's undaf. Tazain. Good number two. Which daf do we learn that the Malchokas of Edim are believed when they say Modahayu Dvarenu, which is said when they try to save the seller who was coerced to sell? That's on daf. Yud test. Good number three. Which daf do we learn why the Torah says a Modahayu swears? That's on daf. Yud test. Good number four. Which of the one that a hinuma is either a canopy of hadasim or a veil where the kala sometimes dozes? That's on Duff. Yedzain. Good. Number five. Which of the one that an aid can remember his aid is for longer than 60 years? That's on Duff. Chaf. Good. Number six. Which of the one that the Gemara seeks to clarify who said shtar amana huzeh? That's on Duff. Yotas. Good number seven. Which of the one a person who borrowed in front of Adim does not need to repay the loan in front of Adim? That's on Duff. Yotas. Good number eight. Which of the one that an aid can use notes to help him recall his testimony? That's on Duff. Chaf. Good number nine. Which of the one the Revat the Hamator for Levi's Mason Achnas's Kala and a sufficient number for Levi is 12,000 people with 6,000 blowing chauffeurs? That's on Duff. Yedzayin. Good. And number 10, which of the one that when there's no certified document, we may certify a star only from two ksubas, meaning the witnesses had signed two previous ksubas, or from the bill of sale of two fields. That's on Dov. Chaf. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.